Well, welcome back to uh, the latest episode of The Global Lab. Um, the, I'm your host for this episode, Martin Zoltz-Orswick, and joining me today is Rish, Rishi Balal, um, who's a PhD student at CASA. Um, you've come from quite an interesting background to, to doing a PhD here. Would you like to tell us a little bit about what brought you to CASA and where, you've been, where you were before? Yeah. Um, well, hello, first of all, and thanks for having me here. Uh, it's really great. Um, so my background is in, actually, I'm a mechanical engineer, and my PhD uh, is kind of a roundabout story to the journey to CASA. Uh, I did my master's, actually, uh, master's thesis at MIT, and um, as a part of that thesis, I was involved in a waste management project where we were trying to kind of figure out in Mauritius uh, what they, what to do with their waste, you know, okay. uh, solid waste, municipal waste. So like the kind of rubbish you chuck out yeah, at the back exactly. of your house every Thursday night or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, you know, it turns out that it's kind of an interesting problem because, first of all, they are an island, so they don't really have a lot of landfill space. Right, uh, okay. And uh, so they're kind of pitching themselves as a tourist destination as well. Yeah. So, you know, you really have to be kind of careful around that. So you can't just throw it into the ocean. Well, yeah, they're trying not to. <laughs> um, but so the, the I kind of did some, it was a master's thesis, so I did some work on it, had some recommendations, um, and I thought that some of the things that I had recommended were quite simple and straightforward. Mm-hmm. But I had, during the time of the presentation, I presented it to some of the local authorities, I did a terrible, terrible job at presenting. Oh, right. Uh, and they thought, I think, that I was too clever for my own good. What sort of things were you suggesting? Nothing, nothing too complicated. Like, okay. in the sense that they have a collection center where all the waste they collect from trucks goes to. And then one of my suggestions was just to upgrade it to something like a sorting kind of a station where you not only just collect it, you kind of sort the, the waste so that you can sort it between recyclable yep. waste and just whatever that needs to go to the landfill. And biomass and things you yeah, can burn. Exactly. And, right, um, yeah. and so it's it was recommendations like that. Nothing too too complicated, I thought. Um, but the presentation went really not very nicely. The, the thesis was fine, and I got my degree and stuff. Yeah. And that really bugged me. Where I thought yeah. that I had I had some interesting things that I wanted to share, and I could not communicate properly these ideas to people who were actually in the field and they were experts. So what what do you think the problem was? Why weren't you getting those ideas across? Um, I thought that it was a problem of firstly language and the kind mm-hmm. of language that I was using. Uh, although I spent like about a month or maybe six weeks with them to understand the language that they were trying to use yeah. and the kind of terminology that they were using, I, I didn't resonate, my whatever presentation didn't resonate with them you know, okay. at that time. So that really, really bugged me. And that basically started uh, Urban Flow Engine, which is a project that I work on in CASA with. Um, and what it is is this whole idea of communication and communication of urban planning information, communication of information around cities is basically my work. And it started okay. off with that problem and kind of like just, it really, really bugged me that I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't kind of... And because you're an engineer, you thought, there must be a solution to this that I can build. Well, it turns out that it's not an engineering problem. I thought it was more 
uh, more like why didn't they get it and mm. it's 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 one of those things where you wonder like am I not clear enough am I not um, am I not like am I not coming getting my point across well enough and I think that that's what really bugged me so um, what's this what is this tool urban flow engine what does it what does it do yeah so the 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 tool urban flow engine has kind of uh, it, it's it's in its incarnation right now. So it wasn't called nothing for a long time, and then we decided to call it Urban Flow Engine now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the co- key idea with Urban Flow Engine is to kind of get public participation and public feedback into the planning process. So if you're an urban planner and kind of you have a couple of ideas, the tool enables you to sketch these ideas quickly on the website, so it's mm-hmm. all web-based, okay. and then get feedback from users. So let's say you kind of you're a local council or an architect or a planner and you have an idea of building a shopping mall for example in in a town or yep. in a locality what you can do using the tool is kind of sketch that mall out on the on the tool and then go up to people um, and then say hey what do you think mm-hmm. and before you start doing any of the actual planning work you can get tons of feedback very cheaply and quickly um, on that idea, so you can think of it as like sketching or doodling. You know, like if you're yeah. telling your mate like an idea, you would probably kind of sketch it out on the back of a napkin. Okay, so it's that kind of idea implemented on a city planning or urban planning um, level. So, what sort of sketches is, is, is does this produce? So it's it's basically uh, as with you know a lot of casts are kind of. Um, People, it's it's all kind of geospatially or spatially explicit um, kind of sketches. So ma- some yes. small maps. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. So it's user, the the user can sketch out maps on it's an open street map at the back, okay. and then annotate those maps with some GIS information or some kind of public data that you have, um, as JSON or any other format, GeoJSON. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of information would you put in that? Um, so we've had we've done a couple of trials on transportation and and waste management. So basically, they would say, "Here is a proposal for a light rail," and what that would be is like two pins on a map joined together by like a like a link. Yeah. Um, and that kind of link has that says that this is a light rail, and then you kind of take that and show it to people and say, "What do you think?" Um, and the idea is that people who live in that those neighborhoods have a lot of local understanding that the planners and designers typically miss, right? So okay. somebody might say, there's no way you can do it here, there is a marsh here. or like, right. yeah. So it's to capture and get a sense of what people think about this idea. So it's starting to crowdsource yeah. expertise as well as giving people input into decisions that are going to affect their their neighborhoods. That's right. And so it's more like a public participation, public feedback tool. Um, And so it's all web-based and it's all kind of modern JavaScript and browser-based technology. So it enables you to do things like collect comments, collect star ratings, like, do you think this is a good idea? You know, out of five star, what do you think? And so my focus of my work at CASA is around how do non-expert people um, people who don't know urban planning but do know the areas that they mm. live in, how do they interact with urban planning information and you know potentially urban modeling information the 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 my kind of thinking is that the the planning information people understand the space that they live in or the streets that they live in, <coughs> but the way yeah. the information is presented particularly by planners 
um, is not in the same language as the people understand it, although they are saying the same thing. And this is what I thought was happening in Mauritius with me, where we were saying similar things, but the language and the diagrams and the colors and all of that that they were using um, was not the same. So people just got lost. Hmm. I um, So the, the Castle Conference um, last week, I talked a little bit about this business of there's all this data out there. There's all, there are all these tools for mapping, for understanding the cities that we live in. And it's fi- um, and actually finding platforms to communicate that is one of the things that is is um, I think is one of the big challenges yeah. of of, uh, of of big data of open data yeah. these sorts of sort of sorts of um, initiatives. Uh, so the question is though, uh, what I mean, there are some platforms out there already, like something like Google Maps, for example. Yeah. Um, what do, are you able to add extra functionality because you're dealing with a specific domain? Is that the advantage of your system over something like like that? Yeah. So there's two things really. So Google Maps is. I, in my mind, very generic in the sure. sense that it's a generic map that will show you, let's say, driving directions and things like that, yeah. among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have an API which you can build on. So what Urban Flow Engine does is that it kind of is specifically tailored to build infrastructure and urban planning information on top of it. Um, so it won't give you like walking distances. Or it potentially could, but at the moment it is meant for urban planning and urban infrastructure. So if you take Google Maps and just focus it on urban infrastructure, and if you can draw it in there and sketch it in there, Mm -hmm. uh, that's what you get in the sense that Google Maps is just the whole kind of elaborate system of the world mapping and and cartography. But Urban Flow Engine is more around sketch out your infrastructure, sketch out your plans, get feedback on that, and that's it. Uh, in a quick way without kind of having to worry about getting into kind of expensive licenses and GIS software. You yeah. know. Um, so in, in the software world, there is a concept called wireframing. Um, wireframing. So wireframing is uh, uh, before you even build anything. So you've, you've all used Word or Outlook or Mail or whatever. Before you build anything, you can just basically sketch out on a piece of paper a few windows Mm-hmm. And then you say to people, hey, what do you think of this window? You so this is, this is like what the website would look like or the software would yeah, look like, exactly. roughly speaking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then and it's kind of doodling, basically. And then you kind of... So if you think about Google Maps and doodling on Google Maps, mm-hmm. doodling urban planning information on Google Maps, and yeah. then showing it to somebody, the that's the idea. We're not tempted to call it urban doodle or something like that. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, I think that's a good good idea. Um, urban flow engine sounds like, I don't know, industrial or something. Sounds quite high tech. <laughs> uh, well, which I'm sure it is quite high tech, but it sounds, like, it sounds like you're trying to appeal to those users who actually aren't necessarily that high tech. Yeah. So you said you, you wanted to get planners, architects, yeah. local councils yeah. potentially involved. Um, have you had any users being... Uh, who have used the software, who have so given you some feedback on it? Yeah, or? so we've had uh, three trials till now, two transportation-related and one waste management-related. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, it's very new research and a very new tool, so I am looking for uh, just more feedback. You know, if you have uh, if you have people listening who is who are planners or, or, you know, associated with local council or have to do any kind of feedback-related work with normal kind of non-expert people, uh, we would love to have a conversation with them. 
Um, the feedback till now has been great. People like the fact that it's very simple to use. Mm -hmm. And because my focus is on non-expert users, yeah. um, that means that a lot of the jargon of the professionals is left out. Yeah. So it kind of forces people to rethink and kind of really kind of get back to the basics and make it as simple as you can then not simpler kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm looking for um, like people who might be interested in just doing more surveys and my, my kind of work is around just kind of fine tuning this a little bit more and doing more kind of I have a personal target of three more. Um, okay. Uh, over, the, over the course of your PhD? Well, I was hoping earlier, like by end of twenty fourteen, because that 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 would be the basis of the 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 work that I continue to do. So, so if you are listening and you are an urban, uh, urban planner or a uh, transport planner or what in, uh, working city council, waste management, city council, yeah, or NGOs, you know, uh, NGOs frequently have to talk to kind of the community group type people who have to kind of get consensus, consensus among a community. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you think of this? How do we organize? What do we think of this plan? So you plan? could use it to sort of, I don't know, highlight the effects of fracking on a town or something like for that. Sure, want for to sure. Show. So let's say in a fracking scenario, let's say there is a kind of, a, they're planning to build a structure where this well, or I don't even know what it is. Like, it's, is it like a well? I or? think it's like a giant hose. Well, I'm not that up on technology. What is it called? Like, it's not an oil. It's called a fracking rig. Rig, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, if you if if you have a town, for example, and they're saying that there's going to be a fracking rig over here, what yeah. you can do in the tool is just, you know, sketch that out on a map, you know, and then you can put it on a tablet or whatever, and and go around town and say, hey guys, what do you think of this, you know, mm -hmm. and then just have a star rating on it, and then just immediately you have great data of like, look, 90% of the people think this is not a good idea or a great idea or whatever. And So I've had a little play range on your website and it seems like there are some options for sort of model projections so that rather than, oh, as well as doing these sketches, mm -hmm. you can sort of start to say, well, if we did this, what would be the effects on a certain thing? So yeah. what, what, what sort of outcomes are you looking for there? Is it traffic well, or? Yeah, so it's two things really. One is the, the land use side of things where we say, if you did this, your town will have more commercial area than you have now. Yes. Um, as a as a if you take a like a percentage, you know, like five hundred square feet. So if you build a new mall, then yeah. your yeah. your go your your uh, commercial area yeah. will go Land up by five percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing is from a transportation point of view. Uh, what the analysis and the modeling that you can do is on potential traffic. Like it will be x times higher, mm -hmm. or um, like the usage, right? Like this link or this piece of road or this piece of light rail will have potentially a thousand people using it. And so the modeling piece at the moment is uh, not the focus mm -hmm. because there are plenty of other very formal modeling tools that mm -hmm. are kind of out there that you can potentially kind of look into. Yeah. So the, the modeling comes only as an illustrative guide to get people thinking about this in the sense that Okay, you tell me it's a thousand people. Well, it's thousand better. But then, what if I told you if there's going to be ten thousand? And all of a sudden, people get something to mm -hmm. compare it against and get feedback. Oh well, I like thousands okay, but ten thousands not. Yes. You know, so that yeah. sort of kind of information, like, and then you ask why is ten thousand not, and then somebody will say, well, that street is too small. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I get it, kind of thing. You know? yeah. So it's kind yeah. of to elicit those reactions that we have modeling, and that's not the focus. So. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Um, so you, 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 coming back to sort of your original point, you said one of the, you seem to suggest one of the problems when you were doing your, your original presentation on waste management was this barrier to communication across different fields or different expertise, yeah. or maybe because 
um, you were going from academia to sort of a, a, a local operational the yeah. operational setting. Um, what have you learnt about that that general conversation about dealing with people in other disciplines from this project? Is there something universal about visual communication about mapping, or is, 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 does that present its own set of problems? It's it's two things I think, and, and that's the kind of the way I think about this problem is if you can imagine a linear scale on the on one side of the scale. Um, are your designers, are your professionals, engineers, architects, planners. Yeah. And on the other side of the scale are the common person, the citizen who lives in these neighborhoods and communities, right? Yeah. And so the job of the architect and the planner or the local city council is to do some work that impacts these citizens, right? Yeah. So the, the, the fundamental problem that I found in... Like they're they are all kind of the two sides of the same coin in the sense that the planner is planning something in the neighborhood and the citizen lives in the neighborhood and has a say and obviously an opinion on what goes on in there. The medium through which they are communicating, in my case, was PowerPoint and Excel mm. and like just a presentation mashed together between those two mm. was totally broken yeah. because that was not the way to present this information you know, the planner should not be presenting this type of information to the citizen in PowerPoint and Excel. Uh, And I thought that there is a way for the citizens and kind of planners to come together through a different type of medium. And Mm. the internet and urban flow engine just is that medium. And Mm. you don't really, you know, in the sense that you can still have pictures and and, and do that work. The internet just affords you a whole new way of communication uh, obviously, the the devices and the tablets that we have now, just a URL to communicate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that medium of communication is what I'm trying to get at, where we have a way for people to understand you know, what planners are trying to say and the planners to understand what people are trying to say with the hope that you get a little bit of a, like to kind of shorten that scale between these two um, groups of people. Well, if you are one of those designers or planners or engineers or waste management uh, professionals, um, you can you can trial that that um, uh, site right now, urbanflowengine.com, uh, and uh, you can uh, the, the, your contact details on that website as well, That's aren't they? Right. So you and can kind of do feel free to post Rishi with questions about his uh, his his platform because I think he's very keen to hear people's experiences and feedback. Absolutely, and I'll be there to support you and kind of have done this with a few other projects, so we'll ask the right questions and kind of get, you know, some, some use out of it for, for anybody who's interested. And it's just at the moment, it's just more feedback on what people like and not like about it. Great. Well, thank you for joining us today, Rishi. Thank you. Thank you.